Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to powertopodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. We will cover nine steps to effectively monetize your podcast with paid sponsorships and including steps one through three of how to actually find the sponsors. Steps four through six, which is negotiating paid ads. Steps seven through nine, all about creating the actual sponsorship ads. So step one is bringing on the right podcast sponsors. How do you go about finding podcast sponsorships? Well, the very first question to be asking yourself is what is your niche? Start by creating a list of companies who make sense given your topic or niche. Think about the companies that currently market to your niche. You know, if your podcast is about raising children, then maybe Babies Are Us would be a good um, sponsor to have. And again, remember, bringing on the right sponsors means you're confirming you can deliver that win-win-win situation in addition to making sure you feel comfortable with the product or service. You really shouldn't be bringing on a sponsor unless you've had some type of personal experience with the brand, product, or service that's being advertised. This might mean you've had some sort of walkthrough of a program, you've purchased it and used it yourself, or you've talked to others who've had personal experience with the company. Because at the end of the day, if you don't feel right about the product or service being advertised, and you haven't confirmed it's something your audience needs, then you shouldn't really be bringing that company on as a sponsor. So start by simply asking yourself these few questions. What products or services do I use every day that I love and that I know my audience could benefit from using? What products or services do I not use, but that I know my audience could benefit from using? And what sponsors are other influential podcasts in my industry or niche bringing on their shows? You know, a well-crafted email to that sponsor could yield a partnership between you and that sponsor. And again, think about the benefit that you are offering to these sponsors. We know that podcast hosts have a very captive audience. We have engaged listeners. We have followers who know, like, and trust us. And when we put our stamp of approval on a product or service, that means a lot to our listeners. And sponsors know this. Think of all the podcasts that you listen to regularly. Don't you feel a little bit of a closer connection to the host than you do to the author of a blog or some unknown voice on a radio ad? So sit down and create your wish list of sponsors. You know, at least 15 to 20 companies or products or services that you know would be great fit for your audience. Once you have that list, we start step two, which is actually reaching out and building a relationship with these sponsors. The first thing to think about before reaching out is what are the important points advertisers want to know in order to pay you money to put an ad in your podcast? Well, the first point is who is your audience? Not just the demographic, but also those psychographics, those pains, those desires, those things that they fear. They need to know these things as well, just so they know exactly who they are talking to and who they're promoting to. The second thing is the number of people that they will get their message in front of and how engaged your listener base actually is. So again, this is why in the getting started with an easy sponsor like Audible allows you to start testing the number of people that you will get your ads in front of 
and start testing how engaged that listener base is. So when you start reaching out to bigger sponsors, you can tell them these things. And the third important point advertisers want to know is they want to see some proof from past successful marketing campaigns. So show them some things that you've advertised or show them some testimonials from your podcast listeners of how great your show is and how connected they are. These are things that sponsorships want to see in order to know that they're going to get an ROI on their campaigns. Now, once you have those important points that advertisers want to know, then it's time to actually reach out to that list that you made before and email them. Links to their emails or promotion materials can often be found on their websites. So just go to their websites, find those, and send an email with these important points that advertisers want to know. I will be including some of the email templates in the worksheet for you to reach out to some of the sponsors that you made the list of. Now, as you start reaching out to these sponsors, you want to keep in mind that you are building a relationship with your sponsor. So get to know them, their business, and their product or service through a Zoom call or several email conversations if that's more convenient for them. Do your due diligence and search for them on YouTube for reviews, Google for product info, and spend some time understanding how their product or service impacts those who invest in it. And also know and understand the benefits and impact of their product or service so that you're much more well-equipped to talk about it in an attractive way on your podcast ads. Now, once we're reaching out and we're building a relationship with these sponsors, step three is to over-deliver to them to keep them for the long term. So over-deliver on your promise to your sponsors. This will set you apart from other podcasters and make them want to work with you for a lot longer. Now, examples of ways to do this over deliver and really keep them on for the long term, give them more downloads than they expected for their sponsored episodes, include an added email mention of their product or service to your email list, or do a few social media shout outs for the company. These are all things that you can do as an added on bonus to just putting your ad in, say, the pre-roll, mid-roll or post-roll sections. So step number four in effectively monetizing with paid sponsorships is actually creating your ad packages. You know, once we have the interested sponsors and we've reached out, we're in communication. Now it's time to let them know what your download numbers are, what it will cost for them to sponsor an episode. Along with this, you want to share an agreement and a breakdown of what they'll get as part of the sponsorship package. And here you need to really think about this. What do you want your sponsorships to look like and how do you want them to run? Setting up expectations and letting sponsors know up front exactly how you run your sponsorships is critical to the success of your campaign. Once you have your packages set, stick to it. Don't back down. Do what you think is fair and only back down if you think it's a good reason to do so. Now, at some point, your download numbers may be able to ask for a higher price because they've gone over the industry standard CPM rate, which we talked about before in early episodes. And at that point, it's time to go back to the negotiation table with your sponsor and start increasing the amount you receive per episode. But for now, let's just get your sponsorship packages created and outlined. How much will you be charging? Go to those CPM industry standards. Start looking at that. Look at your download numbers and start setting expectations for your sponsors. Now, once you have these packages created and you have an interested sponsor, it's time to move on to step five, which is to get a signed agreement. Always a good idea to have a signed agreement that states what the campaign will include. You want to have things like run dates, the agreed upon rate, and any dates for those payments, any talking points, and approved reads that will be done in your podcast ad. 
Now, you can set up a timeline when you want reads approved, such as one or two months ahead of time, because this is really the time you should be thinking about what your sponsorship workflow should look like. And it's critical to set these expectations at this point in time, because if your sponsor doesn't know any different, they may be sending you updated talking points or requests for edits throughout the run. So let them know in advance how far ahead you would like things approved and stand strong on this. And if any requests for updates do come through, remind them of the agreement that you set up ahead of time. So really getting this agreement signed is your first step to locking in that sponsorship. Now, the sixth step and really looking at this negotiation aspect is following up with your sponsors. So once you've engaged in the setup conversation, meaning both parties have agreed upon on the sponsorship actually happening and they've sent you the agreement form signed and dated, you're likely to have a lot of follow up in order to successfully lock in this campaign. And until you have a signed agreement, payment and talking points continue to follow up over and over and over again. Really, this is your responsibility. You're the one getting paid here. Some of these email conversations could probably include 50 back and forth communications before you actually get down to the nitty gritty of each detail for these sponsorship ads. So you must be following up and you need to stay on top of this. Once you've found your sponsors, you've gotten that signed agreement around, you've agreed on a price and everything's ready. Now it's time to actually create your ads and deliver those. So in step seven, we're going to create your ad reads. These are the things that you're actually reading on your podcast to promote the product or service that your sponsor has. Here's some notes on creating reads. You should request a minimum of at least 10 talking points. So these are some benefits, some things that you can be saying in your reads about the product or service that your sponsor has. Once you get these talking points, it's time for you to actually create a script for yourself, create a script read that is in your voice for your audience. So think about your own talking points, some of the things that you would like to add in and really craft it for your audience and their pains, pleasures, fears, and all of those psychographics that we have been recording since the beginning. Another really good practice is to look at what other shows in your niche are doing. So there may be a special way that they are crafting their reads, say in their pre-roll or their mid-roll, that really resonates with your audience. So you may have a way of doing it that is a spinoff of that so that you can really get some effective results with your sponsorship ads. An example of this is Andrew Warner's Mixergy. He basically does his advertisements right in the middle of the show, his mid-rolls. But he does more of a read where he talks about personally using this product in his own experience and then asking his guests that he's interviewing what experience they've had with the product or service. And this gives a really natural transition and doesn't have that break of all of a sudden now we listen to a pre-recorded ad. He's actually doing it live during the episode right in line there. Some other good notes on creating your reads. Definitely add in your personality. Obviously, your audience knows and likes and trusts you as the podcast host. And so when you go ahead and put your stamp of approval on there, if you are doing these reads with your personality, they're going to be more likely to take action on that advertisement. Also, tell some of your stories, you know, share your personal experiences with this product or service or tell your audience how this product or service can make your life better as the podcast host. Again, just remember that this is your show. So make these ads how you want them to be. That's going to resonate with your audience and that's really going to help you deliver your message as well. Now, keeping these things in mind, 
once you have the talking points from your sponsor, start putting together your unique reads. So depending on your sponsorship package, that might be a pre-roll and a mid-roll or just a mid-roll or maybe all three, a pre, mid, and post-roll. And as we know, pre and post rolls are typically 15 seconds with mid rolls typically being 60 seconds. So make sure you actually time out your reads so that you know what the word count is. Once you start going back and forth with sponsors on reads, they may want to add to what you have provided in your reads. And that's why it's important to know your word count. Knowing your word count also means that you can spell out everything. For example, the links that we made for our sponsorship ads, such as Audible Trial dot com forward slash evolve we're going to spell out each of those words so even the dot in dot com is an actual word d-o-t the slash in the url is actually a word that we count in our word count the reason we're doing this is to get to know your word count so you can start by drafting a pre-roll say it may be example for 50 words for a 50 second pre-roll and then turn on a timer or stopwatch and time yourself reading it Be sure that you're reading it naturally, just as you would on your show. And then once you know your word count, you can rest assured that the sponsorship run and all future runs won't go over in your timing. And this allows you to be fair to all sponsors and really get that sponsorship deal nailed down. Once you've actually created your reads, go ahead and send it over to your sponsor for them to review and approve. And be sure to always put a deadline on this. So every time that you send over a read, say it needs to be approved by this date so that changes and stuff aren't happening before the time that you are actually running this ad. Once we've actually created our ads, our eighth step is to actually deliver. So go ahead, record your ads, put them into your episodes, get them out to the world, and then be sure to listen back once you've inserted your reads to make sure everything flows the way you want it to. And as we talked about before, if you're going to be doing live reads, which some hosts do, then make sure you have your notes or unique read by when it comes time to hit that record button. Now, after we have actually delivered our advertisement into the episode, it's gone out to the world. Our last and final step is to actually follow up with your sponsorship again. It's especially important to follow up with them towards the end of the run of their ads. You should not only be doing this to check in to see how the sponsorships are actually going for them, how much return that they're getting on their investment, but also to see if they'd like to continue sponsoring your show. So being in constant communication from the beginning, the middle, and the end of running this sponsorship ad is really going to help solidify that relationship between you and the sponsor, and hopefully they can be a long lifetime sponsor for your podcast. So that finishes up the nine steps to effectively monetize with paid sponsorships in your podcast. We're going to talk about locations that you can put your sponsored ads in that are not directly in the audio, but still tied to your podcast. Now, when you're running ads in the audio for your show, you have a few more places you can actually add some ad touch points as a bonus to your sponsor and to get the most traction from your ad. So as we talked about before in the nine steps to effectively monetizing paid sponsorships, one of the things that we talked about was actually over-delivering to your podcast sponsors. And we talked about some examples of doing this by putting your ads and say in an email or in a social media blast. And what this allows you to do is give a bonus to your sponsor and really build up that relationship and have them coming back to you over and over again, because they know that you're going to go above and beyond every time you do a sponsorship package and that you are going to try and get this advertisement in front of your people as much as you can. We also know that it usually takes 
anywhere from seven to nine interactions with an advertisement before a consumer actually takes action on that thing. And so one of the touch points is obviously in your show. And if you're doing this advertisement, you know, for a couple shows, maybe you set up a package where the sponsor is paying you for three mid rolls over three episodes, then there's three touch points. But now you want to add in some more in different places so that you can really get the most traction from this advertisement. So let's talk about some places you can add in sponsor touch points. The first one is adding a sponsor page to your website. So many podcasts actually have a landing page on their website that has all the sponsors that um, sponsor their podcast, and it includes all of the links or URLs or referral codes or whatever it may be from that specific sponsor so that it's really one easy stop shop for any podcast listener to go to. You know, obviously in our ads, we're saying go to this URL, go to that URL, but sometimes it's just easier to say, hey, go to my sponsorship page and you'll see the sponsor there. Now, as a podcast listener myself, some of my favorite podcasts and um, hosts that I really like and know and trust, I'll just go check out their sponsorship pages sometimes just to see what products they may be using because I already know they vetted these products and I trust their seals of approval. And so here we can see that I haven't even heard the ad that they're running on their podcast, and I'm just going straight to their sponsorship page and clicking through there. So again, this is a really good place to add a touch point to get the most traction from your sponsored ads. The second place that you can do it is in your email newsletter. So if you send out a newsletter with every episode that comes out on your podcast, a lot of times you're going to be having some recaps, summaries, talking points that were in the episode. And one of the things that you can do is you can either include a banner image or even just a simple link of, hey, this is the person that sponsored our episode today. Here's the link for you to get X, Y, and Z from them. Really easy for them to click through because they're already on their phone or their computer and can take action on that immediately. The third place that we had talked about before is doing a social media blast. So just like on Instagram, when you see influencers basically promoting products, you can do the same thing and just be promoting the sponsors that um, have created packages with you. So promote their products or services on Facebook or Instagram, you know, showing an image of the product or service and giving a little bit of a story of a background, whatever connection that you have with that product or service. The fourth place that you can be doing it is in the show notes. So in the show notes on your blog pages, the show notes on the descriptions that you put up for your podcast episodes in the directories, the show notes if you're doing YouTube videos, these are all places that you can put that link inside of so that people can easily open that up and click it right when they are listening to that podcast episode. And inside some of your script reads, you could be even saying, hey, this link is inside of the show notes. So just open up your podcast app, click right through and take action on this today. Now, a more advanced place that you can do it is doing retargeting ads. So doing, you know, targeted advertisement on Facebook or Instagram and basically anybody that came and listened to this show, you could retarget them later and have the advertisement from your sponsor being popping up in front of them. Again, this is more advanced and I wouldn't recommend men doing this one first off, but if you've been having good traction with paid advertisement before, then this is a really effective strategy for you to do. Again, just retargeting them if they land on 
say, your podcast page or on the podcast episode. Today, we covered the nine steps that you need to take in order to get started with podcast sponsorships. To quickly recap, step one is bringing on the right podcast sponsors. Step two is reaching out and building a relationship with those sponsors. Step three is over-deliver to keep the sponsors for a long term. Step four is to create your ad packages. Step five is to get a signed agreement with those sponsors. Step six is to follow up with the sponsors as you're going through this process. Step seven is to create your ad reads. Step eight is to deliver your ad reads inside your podcast. And then step nine is to follow up with your sponsor. We also discussed some different places that you can do sponsorship ads outside of the audio. Your activity today is to create a short list of sponsors that you may like to do advertising with and explore the requirements that they have, including the certain amount of download numbers or audience types. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.